the art and science of hacking our environment or modulating it to support our body is what biohacking is. Did you also know that this is a key element to becoming a radiant human through supporting our bodies to be as pure as possible? This is where deep eating radiance comes from an inside out approach to reduce inflammation, oxidative stress, and allow you to have powerful energy and the best sleep ever. Check out my top biohacking picks from supplements to EMF protective clothing, to water purification, air purification, blue light blocking glasses, detox options, and much, much more. Head on over to theschoolofradiance.com and check out my biohacking page. Enjoy today's episode right here on the School of Radiance podcast. Welcome everyone to today's episode on the Rachel Varga podcast. In today's episode, we are going to discuss living vibrantly, and how to achieve fuller hair and thyroid tips with Dr. Amy Horniman. So stay tuned. We are going to get started in just a second. Welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. All right, we are going to get into the weeds on all things living vibrantly, how to achieve fuller hair, how to optimize our thyroid health as well with Dr. Amy Horniman. And medical disclaimer, what we talk about here is not medical advice, it's educational information only. If you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician and also before making any lifestyle modifications. And you're tuning in here to learn about all things body, mind, spirit, energy optimization to bring forth a higher level of radiance and beauty. And if we want better energy, we have to make sure that we are focusing on this very delicate tissue and organ, the thyroid, on the middle of our necks. This regulates all things from energy to sleep to weight gain. And a lot of us are dealing with things like hair loss um, due to exposure to a couple of different things going on, going around the planet right now, or simply from stress. You know, I've experienced it too. A couple of years ago, started to notice a little bit of hair loss too. So I'm really excited to talk with Dr. Amy Horniman here on the show. And of course, thanks for joining us here on the show, everybody. Please subscribe, like, share this episode with a friend or family member and many blessings to you and your loved ones. Also, just a reminder, if you're tuning in on Facebook and YouTube, I do pretty well daily audio-only content on the Rachel Varga podcast. So make sure that you are also subscribed on your favorite smartphone uh, podcast streaming service. So say, for example, like iTunes, Spotify, I'm all over the place. Just look up the Rachel Varga podcast because I have a little bit more uh, leeway to say the things that need to be said in this type of climate that's going around right now. And um, yeah, Facebook and YouTube, uh, if I say certain things, you'll just literally never hear it. So the podcast is a bit better. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Amy Horniman, aka the thyroid fixer. I love that name. Fix my thyroid. Keep me in check, please. Looking forward to everything we're going to learn today. And she is a woman on a mission to optimize thyroid patients around the world and give them their lives back using her proprietary transformational program, The Fix Method. She is also the founder of the Institute for Thyroid and Hormone Optimization. After her own experience of insufferable symptoms, misdiagnoses, and improper treatment, Dr. Amy set out to help others who she knew were going through the same set of frustrations and who were on the same medical roller coaster. She grabs your hand, gives you the answers about your health that no one has told you about and gives you the actual tools and personalized treatment to fix you. What makes her program unique is the extra support and accessibility that you can't find anywhere else. Interestingly enough, Dr. Amy Horniman and I, we have actually a lot of similarities as I wipe off some of my chocolate protein from my mouth. <laughs> this is real life, guys. I don't edit any of this stuff. It's actually an amazing protein bar. Um, that's great. I'll have like a third of the bar at a time. 
and it's just great if you're like midday and you just need like a little bit of a snack or you need a little pick me up before this episode here so then bright and ready to roll so with Dr. Amy, Amy Horniman, she has an offering of a transformational journey with a focus on optimizing thyroid and hormone function and thus optimizing her patients. Dr. Amy looks at you as a unique individual and not just a lab value. And a lot of times we get our thyroid looked at and yes, you can be within those normal ranges, but where are you within those normal ranges? And are there opportunities for improvement and enhancement? She examines all factors that tie into thyroid dysfunction and thyroid symptoms and fixes you to give you your life back. Welcome Dr. Amy Horniman. It's wonderful to have you on the show. How are you today? Oh, Rachel, I am wonderful. And I'm so I'm just beyond blessed to be here with you. I'm, I'm excited. Yes, Dr. Amy Horniman and I, uh, you know, before we started recording, we sh- you're in good company here on the show, which is fantastic. So I look forward to getting a little bit of that behind the scenes ways that we can all start to live more vibrantly, more energetically, and in a way that's in our alignment with who and how we want to show up in the world. So tell us a little bit about your story and how you got into this work of fixing people's thyroids. So, you know, I think we all in this, every health entrepreneur in this space has a pain to purpose story. We've all been through something at some point. So my story began years ago when I was competing. So I was doing NPC figure competitions, kind of like bodybuilding, but a little bit more feminine. You know, you want to look sexy and muscular, but not beefy. And I had done many of those. I'd done some fitness modeling. I'd done many competitions. And there was one in particular that I was getting ready for that I started gaining weight instead of losing. And biologically, this didn't even make sense. Even, you know, throw out calories in, calories out. That doesn't matter. But what the clean food I was putting in my body... And my, my strict workouts and everything that I had done before that I knew worked was not working this time. And something was really, really off. And I'm a big proponent that you know your body. I always tell people, you know your body. You know when something is off. That's why we don't accept normal, air quotes. We find what is going on because when your body has a symptom that's giving you a sign, that's a sign that something is going on inside. So I knew something was off. So I start doing what we all do. I start researching. Now back, I mean, I'm talking 20 some years ago. So I don't even remember if there was, I mean, I had a computer, maybe a big old gateway computer. So I did some research, but I did the doctor jumping. I went from doctor to doctor and I'm in there talking to them saying, please, what is going on with me? There's something wrong. There's something off. I'm gaining weight. I'm tired all the time. I'm losing my hair. What is happening? They all told me you're normal. Everything's fine. Just eat less and exercise more. I was like, what the heck? How can I eat less and exercise more than I already am? It was virtually impossible. So I went to six different doctors before I was diagnosed. The seventh one actually touched my throat, told me to swallow and said, oh yeah, you have a nodule on your thyroid. And then through further testing, found out I had hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's. So then I leave the doctor's office and I was like, yes, there's a pill. I'm going to take a pill and I'm going to lose weight. And this is awesome. Now, mind you, I was not in the functional space whatsoever at that time. So I leave thinking that this is going to be the magic pill. So I was given Synthroid, like most people are, they get diagnosed with thyroid. And five months later, not one pound lost, not another hair grown back, hair kept falling out. I was still tired, no change. So I went back and I said, you know, I've been doing this research and there's more than just this one thyroid medication. There's so much more to the thyroid and there's so much more that we can do. And my doctor goes, well, I don't do that. I gave you Synthroid. That's it. I said, well, I'm going to find somebody who does. So I kept doing research and you know, when, when the universe gives you signs. So I kept hearing the name of this doctor and I heard it three times and I said, okay, I'm going to go. So I go to see him. He's now my mentor. He's retired, but he taught me everything that I know, changed my life, gave me my life back, got me on the right treatment, the right supplements, the right nutrition plan, looked at all of my labs, ordered all of the labs, which I now can look back and say the docs I went to did not order all the right testing, looked at everything 
And that from that day forward, I had that feeling of, okay, if I was that frustrated, other people are that frustrated. If I was misdiagnosed, other people are being misdiagnosed and they're suffering. So that changed the trajectory of my career completely. And I went on deep diving into functional medicine, got my master's, got my doctorate degree. And now I'm in this space helping others get through what I went through. I love it. So what was your traditional training? My traditional training was just, I, I was in the nutrition space, but it was more for, you know, bodybuilding competitions and helping yeah, soccer mom lose some weight. So it was just very basic nutrition. Um, I was a, fit, a fitness trainer. Um, I did nutrition and, and training. So it was in the health space, but not as deep into the medical side as I'm in right now. I absolutely love it. And I commend practitioners that move and evolve from just the traditional Western allopathic trained to then the functional trained. These are the rock star healers. And unfortunately, I paid a visit to my gynecologist and I brought my Dutch test results. And I said, Hey, if you want to take a look at this, you know, I'm like really wanting to make sure my body is as healthy as possible for making a family and making humans. Right. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Oh, I never learned about the Dutch test. Like I can't speak to that at all. I'm like, why not just take a little bit of time to actually learn about these labs that everybody in the functional space is right. offering their clients? Like, what's the block? And I think that a lot of times, unfortunately, Western trained practitioners, they'll get flack from their colleagues if they start to introduce these types of functional approaches. And it's really too bad. It's like they're kept in a box. But yep. those normal boxes are not acceptable for everybody, right? Like I think of my husband, he's a pro athlete and, you know, his body is his temple, which your body should be too. And don't judge anybody on their self-care rejuvenation path. In fact, I just recorded an episode last night with hubby talking about just this and what it's like to be in a partnership when you're deciding to do rejuvenation and budgeting it and, and all of that and the differences that men and women can take and uh, optimize what they're doing. But yeah, doing the fitness model route, that's, that's tough on your body. So what was that like for you? It, it is tough on your body. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. But the just the competition aspect and the dieting up and dieting down. I mean, that alone wreaks havoc on your body because I did not come from a skinny mini family. I came from a family that has type 2 diabetes and obesity, and, and I'm only 5'2", so that presents an extra challenge. It was definitely tough, but I'm also very type A, so I like the challenge. I always like that, that next carrot to reach for. And even after I was done fitness modeling and doing the figure competitions, I moved on to powerlifting because I needed that next challenge. I needed something to work on. And I've always been into fitness and anti-aging and health, it was just, it's, it's interesting when we're presented with a challenge of our own that maybe we don't even have control over because that's really how it feels when your body's going haywire, you feel like you've lost control. And some people feel like they're going crazy. There's a, a term medical gaslighting, which is real. And that's when your doctor or whoever medical professional is telling you, oh, no, 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 this is all in your head. And you're like, really? Really? Am I going crazy? Maybe I am crazy. Okay. Maybe it all is in my head, but it's not. It, it still is your body giving you signs and signals. So back to your question, I think I did a little bit of damage myself on the up and down yo-yo dieting. And then that was most likely the trigger, that stress that turned on the Hashimoto switch into the on position, that's usually when we see autoimmune present itself. So I think it was, it was just the path that I was meant to walk. It was, it was the challenge that I put myself in that flipped that switch so that I could at an early age change my career and be doing what I'm doing now. I think it's so cool when practitioners actually go through something themselves and then 
they recognize that they kind of did their journey in a way that could be helpful for others. And the same thing goes for me with rejuvenation. I started seeking out rejuvenation when I was in my mid twenties to clear up some acne and pigmentation and fine lines. And heck, I didn't have, so I even had some precancerous lesions removed from my skin. So just based on my skin type, I have to be aware of preventing skin cancers because number one, I'm going to age a little bit faster than other skin types. And number two, it's also a health thing. And like you, we probably both went down that rabbit hole of the free online content, listening to the influencers that are there to influence you. Now, there is something that I want you all to observe with Dr. Amy Horneman and I, and it's our eyes, right? When you are deciding whether to work with someone, I want you to start to pick up on something called radiance. And radiance is really only achieved through various body, mind, spirit, energy practices. It's a clarity in someone's eyes. It's you being able to look in someone's eyes and feel like you can trust them. And you'll notice this if you go on like certain like dermatology YouTube channels, you'll see these, these people like talking and they kind of look like really dead in their face. They're overtreated with Botox. They can't move their face at all. It's like you don't know what they're saying. You don't know if you could trust them. Or it's like, hello, is anybody home? So look, yeah. look for that vibrancy because you want to work with somebody that has what you want more up. So when we right away hopped on this call, I was like, oh, I love your energy. You said something really interesting about clean food. And I went on a hike with one of my girlfriend's page and with her six-year-old daughter. It's just adorable. She's homeschooling her daughter, by the way. And, and this girl is like, has been saved from a lot of trauma. And she's actually like very mature. I thought she was actually like seven or eight, to be honest. Okay. Just with like her speech and how well she interacts with my girlfriend and I. And my girlfriend was saying, you know, I'm dealing with some acne. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And she's like, I'm eating healthy. She actually beat cancer two years ago and wow. declined treatment. So like she definitely um, has been doing a lot of things. But I said, okay, you're eating clean food, but are they the right food for you? So this is where biohacking comes into play. And I know you're going to talk about this in regards to uh, thyroid functioning, but if you haven't yet done your Viome gut health test kit, you got to do that test kit to figure out which foods are ideal for you and your epigenetics. And you can find all my favorite biohacking options on my favorites page at my website, rachelvarga.ca forward slash favorites. It's also in the show notes. And get that biome test kit now. Get the health intelligence test kit too. So I love that you don't take a cookie cutter approach with your clients because that's what you had. And you knew that you were falling between the cracks. And is that kind of something that you felt like you identified? Because I see this all the time in the plastic surgery rejuvenation space. This cookie cutter approach that doesn't give people what they really need. Right. Right. No, you can't. You just... You our bodies are so unique, as you know, our skin's unique, our body's unique, our metabolism is unique. So I'll get asked all the time, well, what's your favorite thyroid medication? Because I am not anti-medication whatsoever. In fact, I believe that there is a place, especially in the thyroid space, with your thyroid, if you do have a lack of thyroid hormones, if you have Hashimoto's where your thyroid is literally being destroyed by your body, we need to replace those hormones that are no longer being made. So I'm a huge fan of bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. I'm a huge fan of using thyroid medication to replace those hormones. So people will ask me, what's your favorite one? I go, um, the one that's going to work for you. That's my favorite. And that should be your favorite too. And I gave a, a, a talk a few years ago to a group of integrative wellness doctors and it's funny that you said about being in the box, Rachel, because I, I use that terminology when I was speaking to them, basically teaching them the importance of testing all thyroid tests, not just TSH, not just free T4. And then I went on to, why are you guys in the Synthroid box? Because that's the box that I got put into when I was first diagnosed. I was given Synthroid. I was given T4. And I said, you guys are in the Synthroid box and you won't break out of it when there's all these other answers and modalities and treatments out there that can help a person, really help a person, not just band-aid them and send them on their way and they're at home complaining that they're still miserable and fat and tired and bald and they can't think straight and they can't poop every day, but really help them and alleviate their symptoms. And the one doc raises his hand and goes, that's all we've learned. I'm like, well, um, 
at least you're that's on him. no excuse though like that, excuse. that's a sign no. of like in my field the sign of a lazy practitioner that focuses on the same rejuvenation techniques they learned 10 years ago hello yeah. if you want to thrive in these fields you're at conferences every single month you're on online webinars you're speaking yourself you're creating articles yourself too so how many years into your career did it take for you to clue into that I really, the first year, <laughs> I mean, right away, right away, because you see it, like you start seeing, you, you experience it yourself. And then you start seeing it with all the patients that you start working with. And it's almost, it's like a pandemic. It really is. And patients will ask me all the time, well, why don't doctors test more? And why don't they do this? And why didn't anybody tell me this years ago? Because I've been dealing with this for 20 years. And I go, you know, I'd be a millionaire if I could answer that question. I can't because they're just stuck in conventional medicine. Now, if I had to, if I had to give an answer, I would say it's, it's the insurance-based model. Now, I know it's a little bit different for you guys in Canada, but, but here it's very insurance-based where your doctor has five to seven minutes with you. And then they're on to the next one. My sister is in conventional medicine and she regularly complains to me that she doesn't have time with her patients and she's in geriatrics. I mean, those people need a little bit of extra time. They need more than five minutes. So I think it's a problem with the insurance-based model that as a practitioner in that insurance-based model, you are forced to go through the patients one after the other, after the other, after the other. And you don't have time to sit there and say, Okay, Susie, are your labs optimal or are they just normal? Hey, what about this one? Look at this. This is low normal. And look at this one over here. And then let's look at your symptoms and ask those four important words. How do you feel? Because that is going to tell us so much. And that's going to direct me in the proper treatment for you in addition to looking at your labs. And that takes time. And it certainly takes more than seven minutes. So I think that's a big part of the problem. I might've just gone off on a tangent, like a lot more than what you asked right there. But I think that that is part of the problem. Yeah. And in the aesthetics industry, I really saw the problem with the free 15, 30 minute consultation with a consultant. And in fact, I just wrote a journal article on the consultation for a UK medical journal. And it's in the peer review process, got to make a couple tweaks, and then it's going to get published. Nice. But this is a problem. Um, in the aesthetics industry, it's like people will show up for the three for the free consult. But they pay me to get a 75 minute plus consult and we cover absolutely everything. And then I send them home with a treatment plan. And I was actually in my area, the only practitioner to charge for a consultation about 10 years ago. And I'd go to conferences in Toronto and chat with other docs, plastic surgeons. They're like, no, we don't want to charge a consult. We don't want to lose clients. I was like, the clients that are ready to take action are going to see the value that you have to offer. Now, this is a problem in Canada that I find that in Canada, we have free health care. It's sick care. And Canadians are used to getting everything for free. But what we're getting access to for free might not actually be in the highest good of your body, mind, spirit, energy, your budget, your values, your lifestyle. So I find I work with about 90% Americans. And it's an interesting shift between the countries that it's almost like Americans are used to paying for access to care. And they're used to seeking out additional additional guidance because maybe they haven't had a great experience in the past. And free information and free assistance isn't always the best type of assistance. But sometimes you'll find that rock star practitioner that's working within the standard insurance model. And, and if you have that, you're lucky. Uh, but also I want to plug in here that health and biohacking isn't just for the elite. You simply just have to be smart and learn to listen to yourself. So I'm so glad that you brought that up because, you know, I used to do two years of peds ICU nursing for kids and the parents always know their kids first and foremost. And I was actually just chatting with my girlfriend the other day and she ran into a mom and her, her like six-year-old is having uh, cardiovascular issues and palpitations from something. And so there are things happening in the world right now that maybe we have taken part in and maybe we didn't really want to, but we had to in order to put food on our table. So 
being sure that you're detoxifying your body, you're looking after your body as much as you can to overcome things like hair loss. Why don't we just dive into that? Because that is like a huge thing. Literally, there's a scalp serum that I work with my clients and it's been back ordered for like one or two weeks. And that in and of itself tells me that that this is something we're seeing a lot of hair loss. It's a huge concern for many men and women. How is it so closely tied to a non-optimized thyroid and imbalanced hormones? So we have to remember hair loss is huge. It's, it's, it's a really big deal. And I think as, as women, especially, I don't mean to leave the guys out, but as women, especially we're so sensitive because our hair is, is a statement, whether it's long, whether it's short, I don't care if it's blonde, if it's green, I don't care. That's your statement. And when we start to experience hair loss or hair thinning and we can't style it the way that we used to or want to, it really starts to affect us mentally and spiritually. It really does. So I see this in my patients that when that is the number one concern on their list, we have to remember that the thyroid is the master gland. I don't think it gets enough love in medicine. I really don't. Um, it, It controls everything. It controls your hair growth cycle. It controls cell turnover. It controls your metabolism. It's going to rule whether or not you can lose weight or not. It's going to dictate whether or not you poop every day and eliminate every day. The thyroid is the master gland. And that is going to have then an, an impact and control over the sex hormones. So there's your estrogen, your testosterone, your progesterone, DHEA, insulin, adrenals. It has control over all of those. So when we look at the thyroid, we have to optimize that first. And I have a a saying called both and, meaning, yes, I'm the thyroid fixer. Yes, I want to optimize your thyroid. And I want to do your hormones too. And I want to make sure that you're not insulin resistant because that insulin is really inflammatory and can make your hair fall out as well if you're running high insulin all day long. I want to look at everything. So back to the hair. When the thyroid's not functioning optimally, you get the hair growth cycle starts to slow down. So think hypo, low and slow. Everything is low and slow. Your body fat, your ability to burn body fat is slowed down. Metabolism is slow. Motility is slow. So that hair growth cycle slows down. So normally, and Rachel, you know this more than I do, but the hair is in a growing phase, a dormant phase, a falling out phase. Well, when we are hypothyroid, that all kind of slows down. So what I'll find is when I start to optimize someone's thyroid, like, oh my God, I'm losing more hair. Like, no, you're not. You're just catching up. That hair growth cycle is now speeding up to normal. And all those hairs that maybe should have fallen out last month are falling out now, along with the hairs that are falling out this month too. So it's like, it's this shedding. But then what you end up getting is, healthier growth. You get more growth. You start to see the little baby hairs coming in. I've had patients call me and be like, yeah, so my hairdresser said today that this bald spot on the back of my head, I got hair there now. So I'm really kind of psyched. And she said, my hair is much better. So usually it's like the person's hairdresser is giving them a report and then they give me a report, but it's, it's just, it, the thyroid is the master gland. So it's also going to control nutrient delivery. And I'm sure you see this in your patients across the board, but women are notorious for not eating enough protein. Like you just had a protein bar, a little bit of protein right before we got on here. Perfect. That's a way to increase your overall protein. And ladies, you have to remember that your hair is built on amino acids. You need adequate levels of protein because if you don't get it, your body's going to steal it and it's going to steal it from your muscles. And it's going to steal it from your hair. So you you will get an overall appearance effect from a non-optimized thyroid as well as, you know, the body and the brain and the the pooping and the energy. So it's kind of, it just encompasses every part of our being if the thyroid is not optimized. That's why I love it so much. Yeah, it's like the regulator of everything. So I wanted to talk a little bit about facial gua sha because believe it or not, it actually has a place in regards to thyroid health and thyroid assessment. I've never heard anybody else talk about this, but this is simply based on my experience when I do um, my cleansing or I'm doing a facial treatment for somebody and I'm cleansing their face before whatever I'm doing for them. 
And I actually did a demo in this in my spring skin camp. I just actually did this demo. I took my spring skin campers into my washroom with me and lesson one we did on Saturday. So catch the replay, register now, springskincamp.com. And I show you how to wash your face. And while you're washing your face is actually an amazing opportunity to perform facial gua sha and lymphatic drainage. And when you're doing that, you're also flushing out stagnant lymph from the head and neck because our lymph nodes in our axilla and our armpit here, we have a lot of skeletal muscle, which actually leads to like compression of nodes and then flushing and all that. But we don't have a lot of skeletal muscle in our head and neck. So we do actually, I think AM and PM need to be flushing that out. So I show you how to do that. But while you're doing that, you can actually assess your lymph nodes for any nodules or any areas that are feeling a little bit sore. Uh, for me, when I get like jawline acne, it's usually because I haven't flushed out my nodes enough. So there's like some stagnant toxins there. And then when you do facial gua sha and lymphatic drainage, which you just need your fingertips for, you don't need a jade roller or a gua sha tone stone tool, your fingertips actually emit energy. So bonus points using your fingertips, but assessing your lymph nodes and also your thyroid for any nodules as well. And I was actually petting one of my friend's dogs and, you know, scratching It's the nurse in me. I'm always assessing, yeah. right? And I was like, uh, you might want to get that looked at. And sure enough, it was a cancerous nodule that uh, was able to be early detected. So there's that. That's animal, animal wizard, who knows? So Love. talking about blood sugar balancing is really important. And I actually did some biohacking testing. And even in myself, like super healthy, my blood sugars were a little bit off. So I actually have a supplement that helps to regulate blood sugars. It's also a protein. So taking that a couple of mornings uh, a week really helps. Right now I'm sipping on a detox. I recommend everybody do a bit of a detox every season, especially right now if you've been exposed to something. And yeah. it's funny you mentioned the hair cycle slowing down. The skin does that too. So in like your 20s and 30s, your cell cycle for your skin cells is about a month. And as we age, things get slower. Our metabolic health or cellular health gets a little bit sluggish and slows down. That's why things like exfoliating, using retinol, using skin actives, antioxidants, peptides, growth factors help to wake your skin cells up again and speed up that cellular turnover. So interesting correlation there, 100%. And I do find that there are three skin supplements. You mentioned protein and blood sugar balancing. I just popped mine. They're superoxide dismutase and omegas. So let me know if you want that. Um, and also collagen is really important. And collagen is flying off the shelves right now. There's like huge back orders for my top collagen picks. So words getting out of uh, one of my fave collagens. So do you have anything to add to that? What I just mentioned? Whenever we are looking at our appearance and let's face it, let's just be honest. We're women. We care about how we look way above how we feel. Now there might be one or two women out there. They're like, no, I feel like ass. I really want to feel better. Just, I want more energy. Nine out of 10 women are going to say, I want to look better. I want to feel good in my skin. I want to love my mirror. When we're talking about that, we have to think, internal and external. So like you said, Rachel, how you, I really want to learn how to wash my face better. So I'm totally going to jump in there and, and learn from you. That's so true. But so we can do things on the outside, but we really have to take care of the inside and the inside, it goes back to my both and theory. Yes. I want to optimize your thyroid. Yes. I want to balance your hormones. I want to make sure that your estrogen is perfect, that you're not estrogen dominant, but that you have enough, especially postmenopausal perimenopausal and menopausal women, when you lose estrogen, you lose that ability to have collagen and elastin. So I think I might've even heard you say that you use estrogen cream, but we'll have to talk about that. So inside no, I, and outside. I, personally, I'm not a fan of no? okay. bioidentical for me because my mom actually developed estrogen receptive breast cancer as a side effect. So okay. these things are not without harm like anytime we do anything to our body there's always a risk for something so as long as you're aware of those risks and know how to manage that but she was also leading a lifestyle she was a night nurse and she was like 210 pounds earlier in her life and overweight so it's like all these other factors so i'd say it's very individual like what feels right for you 
it's the personalized approach. Again, every person is so unique. And so you have absolutely, you have to look at their history and you have to really tailor a treatment to that, but it's the inside and outside. So when we go inside, yep, it's thyroid, it's hormones, insulin. So what you eat, eating things like protein, like collagen, we are on the same page because I always say do a detox every time the seasons change once a quarter, because that keeps your liver processing all the toxins that we're exposed to on a daily basis. I don't care how perfect you live, you're exposed to toxins. It helps us methylate and process our hormones. So it's very important to take care of the inside as well. So adequate protein intake, collagen, I absolutely love detoxifying, helping your liver. And then that is going to all work together to help lower insulin. So blood sugar regulation, just like you said, Blood sugar regulation is so important for overall health, as well as hair, skin, vitality, everything, aging, anti-aging, even protecting your brain. We want to keep those insulin levels low. And in this day and age, with the standard American diet, the standard Canadian diet, the standard person diet is garbage. It's processed foods. We're on the run. We're stressed out. We're grabbing and going, and we're not paying attention to what we're putting in our bodies. Now, what we can see when we look at blood work, we can see high insulin. We can see that A1C starting to creep up out of the functional medicine optimal range. I don't care what that standard lab value range says. Functional medicine optimal range, it'll start to creep above that. Insulin has a huge range. Don't look at it. I want it below a six. So I want your insulin low as well. I want your blood sugar regulated so you're not doing these highs and lows throughout the day. And how you can really tune in if you're like, well, wait a minute, I don't have an A1C or an insulin. Pay attention to how you feel throughout the day. If you can't go, if you're one of those people that are like, oh my gosh, I can't go more than three hours without eating. I start getting hangry and I get lightheaded and I get bitchy. You have a blood sugar problem because you should be able to go longer than three hours, longer than four hours. You should be able to make it five, six, seven. I don't even care. Maybe eight hours without eating and getting into that blood sugar low. We want nice, stable blood sugar levels. We want lowered insulin. We want that A1C in a beautiful place. And that will keep inflammation down. It'll help your thyroid work better. And it will help your skin. It will help your hair. It will help your vitality. It'll help your brain. It'll help you anti-age your way through life, which that's my goal. So I don't just want to live to 100. I want to live to 80 and look like a rock star. That's my goal. So and with my brain intact. So all of those things are are things that we can do and pay attention to what's on the inside in order to help us in the long run and help the outside. Yeah. And when you're talking about gaslighting, it's like you might um, encounter someone through conversation and you share with them, oh, you know, I'm not like feeling great in this aspect. They're like, but you look fine. It's like, no, if something is feeling off for you, you need to pay attention to that. Even if you're getting gaslit, self-care, rejuvenation, it's a very personal journey. Don't let anybody else judge you. And also be careful how you're judging yourself. But really, you need to listen to yourself. When you're talking about blood sugar and energy, I don't think it's just a blood sugar thing. I think it's an actual quality of the blood itself. And so for energy, what's tremendously helped me is EMF protection. And Mm -hmm. even just saying that word, it's going to mean less people on social media hear it. So that's why I talk about like, I've done a huge deep dive on the audio only on the podcast. So you need to check that stuff out because this has been transformative for my cognitive ability, my physical energetic ability, my spiritual wellness, like absolutely everything. It's it's like I'm literally wearing EMF pants right now and I'm actually plugged in with a grounding cord while I work sitting in front of my computer here. It's kicking off as much EMFs as sitting right next to my router. Like don't be fooled. These technology pieces are not benign. And when we are sick from EMFs, your red blood cells will look jagged. Those nice round RBCs, they won't be smooth in their Orders, they'll be jagged. So they're going to be scratching your endothelial lining. Same thing goes if your blood sugars are off and yeah. glycation is something we see in diabetics with the skin, you're going to get impairment of your periphery of your, your skin be, because your blood flow isn't going to be optimized. But I really feel like EMF mitigation is a huge component to allow your red blood cells to transport oxygen, to take out toxins, to provide, you know, 
all of the nutrients that our tissues need. So if you can just start to employ one thing at a time that I mentioned here on the show in a way that works with your budget and lifestyle, you're going to be fine. Don't in, in expect to introduce all this biohacking stuff like overnight. It's right. a journey. It really is. I just said the word Faraday bag the other day to someone. I have my cell phone in a Faraday pouch. I love Faraday everything. I said, there's people yeah. that have a Faraday bedroom. That's that's amazing. Again, on the list of things to do, but down on the list. So yeah. if you just even start with sticking your phone, if you can't get your phone out of your bedroom, or even even if you do plug it in across the room, put it in a Faraday bag. Turn off the Wi-Fi at night. I'm I'm totally with you, Rachel, because I, I see that as a huge issue, even in how people feel and how they sleep. And a lot of my patients will come to me and be like, I need more thyroid medication. I don't think my thyroid is working well. I don't think it's optimized. I was optimized and now it's not anymore. And I need more medication. I go, wait, do you, are you sleeping? Are you sleeping with your phone next to you? Do you have your router plugged in the next room? Do you have Alexa's all over the house? Like that can be a huge component. That little piece that we forget about. We forget about that. We forget about Or you'll get made fun of or gaslit for talking exactly. about it. Right. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing, nothing to EMFs. That's not a problem. Yes, there is. We we see the studies. We we know, yes, there is. WHO so used to have on their website that WHO had published that 15% of the population is electromagnetically hypersensitive. Imagine how high that is now. And funnily enough, I cannot find that page on their website anymore. But I distinctly remember seeing it because I thought it was really fascinating because I actually went to WHO and I was like, I wonder what they say about EMFs. But mm -hmm. here's the kicker. Of course, they don't want you to know that your tech's bad for you because they want you on your tech to right. continue to consume. But being on your tech is actually making you sick. It it's a rabbit hole. Don't go too far down it. <laughs> <laughs> we could. We could easily go down it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, we're no longer the tinfoil hatters. We are the silver wearers. And it feels just as good as silk. Trust me. Okay. So let's talk about why is dry skin and premature aging a signal from your body that your thyroid and hormones are off and why we should listen? So I love that you say that because you're, you're right. Anything going on with the skin, with your hair, that is a sign. It's a signal. So just like you said, Rachel, with the acne along the jawline, that could be lymph, that could be hormonal. When you get that really dry skin, dry eyes, dry hair, even if your hair isn't falling out, even if you're saying, oh, wait, I don't, I don't have these clumps of hair that I'm counting like some of my patients do, but it's just dry and wispy and lifeless and not shiny anymore. Take that as a sign. There's something going on and we need to dig to figure that out. So yes, it could be thyroid. It could be hormones. It could be insulin. It could be heavy metal toxicity. It could be mold. It could be EMF exposure. It could be an underlying viral infection. So many of my Hashimoto patients have Epstein-Barr virus because EBV is a big trigger for Hashimoto's. So if you had mono years ago, even if you don't know that you had mono, I didn't know. I, I finally did. It's so funny how we don't take care of ourselves as much as we take care of other people. Finally did an EBV test on myself. And I went, oh, look, there it is. It was active. It was dormant, but I don't have any recollection whatsoever of having mono. I just, it just must've been really sick. And my mom kept me home from school, but there it is. So any kind of underlying infection that can be a big trigger. So you have to pay attention to the signs and signals that you're getting, that your body is blessing you with. It is a blessing because your body is telling you ahead of time before you get really, really sick, can't get out of bed, or you have some kind of disease that is irreversible or really, really bad. Your body's giving you a sign. It's giving you a signal. It's giving you like, it's a, hi, hello, please pay attention to me. And when we listen and we tune in and we pay attention and we address it, then we can feel better and we can live a vibrant life and we can live into our 80s looking like a badass female or male. And that's the goal. So listen to your body early on so that we can address things and immediately and prevent things from getting worse. And I always use, I'll say one more thing. I, I always use the, the Hashimoto antibodies as an example. So many times when you look at, if we're testing you for Hashimoto's, the TPO and TGA antibodies, and you look at that standard lab value range, it'll say less than 20, less than 34, less than 40. But then I'll have a patient that has 18 antibodies 
they'll have 33 antibodies. And I go, okay, so your doctor told you nothing to worry about. What I'm seeing here is your body's under attack. Are we going to wait until you're bald and 30 pounds heavier and you can't even get off your couch and you have to quit work and all your relationships are destroyed because you don't want to go out anywhere and you don't have any energy left? Are we going to wait till that point or are we going to do something about it now? So your, your body's signals, your skin, your hair, those are signs. Let's do something about it now before it gets to that point where it's either irreversible or it's so far down the road that more extreme measures have to be taken. Yeah, absolutely. I just sent you a quick note there. See if you have a hard stop. I feel like I could talk to you forever. I definitely yep. need to have you back on the show. And just in case you're wondering like, okay, how did Rachel find this Dr. Amy Horniman? We're actually both part of a health collective. And some of the biggest names like JJ Virgin, Dave Asprey, Dr. M, they're all in this circle with us. And the cool thing, actually, when I was at uh, one of our events a couple years ago, and I'm sitting in this room of these practitioners that are doing the online stuff, like this was before the pandemic and all that. And I was like, that's my, this is my tribe. And the funny thing is, is I actually felt like I was more in my tribe being in a room full of people like you than actually in, uh, you know, the traditional conferences that I was going to in the specialty that I'm a part of. So uh, it's just so nice for me to connect with healers like yourself and know that you are looking after your clients in a very similar way that I am too. We're kind of like outside of the box a little bit. Certain people get what we do. Certain people don't. And that's okay. And all good. I wanted to uh, talk about what is an optimized thyroid and why is this so important for aging well? An optimized thyroid is when your labs fall into the optimal range, not just normal, optimal. And then those four important words, how do you feel, ends up with an answer of freaking fantastic. So I want those two to line up together. I want you to feel good and maybe not all the symptoms are totally gone. You know, some, some take a little bit longer than others, but for the most part, if you can, if we're working together and you can say, oh my gosh, I am finally losing weight. I don't gain weight when I look at a brownie for two minutes. I don't have to be obsessive with my exercise and kill myself at the gym now. I can function through the day. I don't want to take a nap at 2 p.m. My skin looks better. My hair looks better. And you can see it in, in a person. I mean, there's so many times where I'll be working with someone and we'll meet on Zoom and, and I'll look at them and I'll be like, oh my gosh, you're radiating. Like you're literally glowing. I can see the change in their countenance. I can see the change in their skin. And like you said, Rachel, their eyes just light up. And I remember how they were when they first came to me and they were dull and light and it wasn't their fault, but they were kind of dull and the dull skin and the, and the dry hair and the, the sad eyes, just no life, no vitality. So that really is what an optimized thyroid gives you. And when you have that life is better, aging is better. So yes, there's the anti-aging part of, we want to protect our brains. We, want, we don't want to get, I, I watched my mom go through Alzheimer's. It's horrible. I don't want that. I'm going to do everything in my power to protect myself from that. So aging in terms of preventing disease is the one piece of anti-aging. And then the other piece is how you look, feel, and perform. So I want to look great and feel great. I want to be that 70, I have a patient like this, that 75-year-old woman who is built like a brick shit house, works out every day water skis on one ski and can beat me down the hill on a, on a mountain on her skis. I'm on my snowboard. She's on her ski. She beats me down. That's what I want to be. That's what I want to be in my seventies and eighties. So that's my idea of, of anti-aging. And in order to do that, yeah, I don't mean to sound cliche, but since the thyroid is the master gland, you have to start there and you have to optimize that. And then we can work on everything else. I love it. And honestly, it's like what you notice in your client care. It's what I notice too, right? I'll hop on the call with a woman in her, you know, late 50s, early 70s, and they have the energy of like a 35 year old and they already have the radiance. They just need like that finesse and just, you know, what skincare products to use, 
what do they need to know about dermal rolling? What are some of the things that can address the loss of collagen and stuff like that? So mm -hmm. it's actually why I wrote my ebook, Unlocking Your Vitality. I was taking notes out of my most radiant and vibrant clients. What were they doing in regards to their body, mind, spirit, and energy? I was that practitioner that was keenly interested in listening to these humans that are crushing life, taking names, and looking hot and healthy in the process. Exactly. <laughs> So y'all got to get a copy of that ebook and you can get that at my website, rachelvarga.ca. Dr. Amy Horniman, how can people work with you? And do you have any closing words for today's show? Absolutely. So closing words, you have to have hope and you can't stop. So what if I would have stopped at doctor number three, doctor number four, what about doctor number five or six? I wouldn't be here with you today. I would be miserable with no answers. You cannot stop. You have to have that hope. And so often I'll hear the phrase from patients starting to work with me. Well, I just want you to know you're my last hope. I go, all right, I'll take that. I'll take that all day long because you had enough hope to get here. And now we're going to fix you. So you have to have hope and you cannot stop. You can't get discouraged. If you are tuned into your body and you know that something is off, you don't take the everything's fine, everything's normal answer. You do not accept that. You do not take that. Don't even let it into your being. Push it away. Grab some hope and hold on to it. And you keep going until someone gives you the answer. Until somebody takes your hand and says, listen, I got you. We're going to figure this out because I don't want you feeling that way either. That would suck if I felt that way or maybe I, you have felt that way because I have. But we got you. And we're going to make this all better. So you have to have hope. That's my closing, my closing words. But to find me, you can go to my website, dramyhorneman.com. You can find me on all social platforms. And then you can also find my, follow my podcast, the Thyroid Fixer podcast, which Rachel's going to be on. I cannot wait. And that's on all podcast platforms. So whether you're Apple or Spotify or iTunes, whatever, all the different podcasts, Blava, Google, all of that good stuff, iHeartRadio, it's on all podcast platforms. So the Thyroid Fixer podcast amazing well thank you so much for joining us here on the rachel varga podcast where we unpack all things body mind spirit energy practices to bring forth a higher level of radiance and beauty and thyroid health is 100 percent part of that and the funny thing is when you look after your thyroid the thyroid diet's also going to be like the brain diet it's also going to be like the liver and hormone diet it's also going to be the skin diet we just have to be hyper focused and make sure that the diet that you're doing isn't just healthy but it's actually customized to your specific needs. So that's why doing these different biohacking test kits, hormone analyses, gut health test kits are so, it's instrumental and it's completely transformative in the way that we can take charge of our skin, of our hair, of our nails, of our vitality in general. And if any of you have any questions from today's show, I warmly invite you to email me directly at info at rachelvarga.ca for anything I might have mentioned, say, for example, my top hair, skin, nail supplement for collagen, antioxidants, omegas, that protein bar I was talking about, the, the, cleanse that I'm sipping on and all sorts of wonderful things. And Dr. Amy Horniman, I can't wait to do a consult for you as well and help you stay beautiful and on track and, you know, get you looking like you're super fabulous in your eighties without yeah. like the three facelifts and all that stuff. Let's just like maintain what you have and all of that. So I can't wait to be your guide as well. Love it. I can't wait. All right, everybody, have an amazing rest of your day. We had a number of people join in on today's live recording. HK Very, Candace, great to have you on the show. And until next time, stay radiant, everybody.